Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Clay Detlefson is a senior vice president and staff counsel at the National Milk Producers Federation. More importantly, for the purposes of this discussion, he's also the private sector chair of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security's Food and Agricultural Sector Coordinating Council. That's an initiative between the federal government and food companies that works to address issues in the food chain when a crisis hits. He's here to update us on the crisis, those efforts, and the supply chain situation. Thanks for joining us, Clay. Thank you for having me. Speaking broadly, what's the current state of the U.S. food supply chain? What what has evolved in the past couple of weeks? Well, there's plenty of food in the U.S. food supply chain. Uh, we have some logistical problems, distribution problems, uh, but there is absolutely plenty of food. Nobody's going to be starving to death. But grocery stores had an unprecedented amount of consumer demand. Uh, and then, of course, we lost most of the ability to feed people out of restaurants and food service locations. So the whole system's got kind of turned upside down on its head a little bit, but we have plenty of food here. And in the meantime, of course, there's an evolution in how even retailers are doing their business. Your group has recently done a lot of work on personal protective equipment. Tell us about that. Several weeks ago, we started hearing from food manufacturers that they were getting orders canceled for personal protective equipment and for cleaners and sanitizers. Basically, it's all going to the first responders and healthcare community. Folks were concerned a couple weeks ago that as they started running out of the supplies that they had on hand, they could ultimately be forced into shutting down these plants because if you can't clean them properly and you can't supply your workers with the equipment they need, then you're just going to have to shut down. It hasn't happened much yet, but we still to be still are very concerned about it. And we don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel until probably June or July. So how do you deal with it in the interim? People are getting creative. They're they're making their own personal protective equipment. They're making their own sanitizers and doing the best they can. What happens if we run out? We will have to start shutting down food facilities. They can't operate unless they're being done in a way that ensures the food is safe. That would seem to indicate that when it comes to PPE being available, um, that the food industry be a priority destination for that product. Is that, Am I reading that correctly? Yes, we've very much been in talks with the government about precisely that. Our task force is called the Food Supply Chain Task Force, which filters into the White House's COVID-19 task force. So the case is being made with the White House and that task force that the food and ag industry are more or less number two in line after first responders and the healthcare folks. Following on that, how has teamwork been between the private sector and the federal government? Well, FDA and USDA um, have been absolutely wonderful to work with, and they're trying really hard to get everything that the food and ag industries need. DHS, FEMA, all the others have been great to work with as well. Um, I'm in touch with FDA and USDA 10, 20 times a day. Um, so they're making themselves available and, you know, from early in the morning until late at night and on weekends, too. So what would be some emerging challenges you would see as the food supply chain situation evolves? If people aren't comfortable in their workplace because they don't have the personal protective equipment that they uh, want or desire to make themselves feel comfortable, they'll stop coming to work. Once they stop coming to work, the plants can't operate or they'll have to modify the product lines and quantities that they can put out. Uh, we have had a few plants close uh, primarily, though, that's because of uh, infected workers and worker-to-worker contact. So the concerns have not materialized yet, 
but uh, we're going to keep at it. And of course, you're working with the entire food chain, but your roots are in dairy. How are these challenges specifically affecting dairy? Dairy, like any other food manufacturer, is pretty much suffering the same thing. We don't have not we do not have enough hand sanitizer. We do not have wipes. We do not have gloves. We do not have masks, and all of those are critically important in the dairy industry as well as the broader food industry. So we're going to have to try and figure out something to keep things going. And you talked about maybe mid-June as a time when some of the supply situation problems would let up. That's the current projection, yes. Okay. That kind of follows into the question I think everyone is asking, which beyond when supply chain disruptions are ironed out just in terms of a safety standpoint, you know, how long are we going to be in this mode? When will grocery store workers be able to go back to work without masks and gloves again? I mean, normally we might say when the, the, the bulk of this disease is behind us, but I have to wonder if we just haven't changed the game. Are workers down the road in the future going to want to wear those masks and gloves at all times? It's quite possible. But if that doesn't happen, I still think we have several more months of this. All right. Anything you need to add? No, I think that covers it well, Alan. Thank you for having me here. All right. Well, thank you for being here. This is a very busy man we've been speaking to today. It's Clay Detlefson. He's a senior vice president and staff counsel at the National Milk Producers Federation, but also the private sector chair of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security's Food and Agricultural Sector Coordinating Council. That's it for today's podcast. Uh, Be sure to look at our coronavirus webpage for more information. That's nmpf.org slash coronavirus. NMPF podcasts are on our coronavirus page. You can also subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play under the podcast name Dairy Defined. Thank you for joining us.